Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, here with my co-host, Donna Lee. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the show. We love your feedback. Uh, We love your emails. Our uh, radio and podcast overlords tell us that uh, (laughs) those of you that listen to this show in the car then go home and remember to send us an email suggests a very high degree of engagement. And so we love our highly engaged listeners. That's right. You know, we had that patient once who listened and she was super angry and said that we were losing respect in the community, but you made a good point. She had to listen to the entire show just to get the phone number or email address to call me. That's a committed hater. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, we're still e- waiting, by the way, for her <laughs> to call me. We're still waiting for her to call us. Our show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists, uh, which we started in 2007. And we are joined today by one of our fellow partners, Dr. Christopher Yang. Uh, Dr. Yang, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me again. We talked about uh, what options we have for erectile dysfunction when the pills don't work or stop working. And in this segment, we're going to talk about a specialty procedure of yours called the inflatable penile prosthesis. Would you please explain what that is, how it's inserted, and uh, who it's for? Yeah, well, first of all, there's different types of penile prosthesis. So inflatable is one of them. There's also one called a malleable or semi-rigid. So I, I want to give some love to the malleable as well. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, but basically, uh, both of these uh, implants uh, are a surgical um, implant that basically helps with erections. Uh, one of my mentors bas- would say that this is the only way to cure erectile dysfunction, where you can have intercourse whenever you want. Basically, there are two structures in the penis called the corpus cavernosum that fill up with blood when you get an erection. And the idea behind these surgeries are to put something inside that can get rigid whenever you want. The malleable, the semi-rigid penile prosthesis, uh, those are simple. Those are basic, the structures that go inside the corpus cavernosum uh, that stay firm. Uh, you can bend them up and down so you're not showing ever all the time, but they stay firm. The inflatable, that's kind of the, the next level, the, the better type. Um, there are cylinders that go inside that inflate and deflate. So... You know, it's almost like the old Reebok pump shoe. Nice analogy. Yeah, right? So when you want to, you can inflate it and you move uh, saline into the cylinders. It's almost like blowing up a balloon. Hmm. And then when you're done, you deflate it so that you are not walking around hard. And sensation's the exact same? Yeah, it does not affect the nerves at all. It does not affect sensation. You can still have orgasm. You can still ejaculate. Um, it just helps you with, with the erection itself. So um, I think there's a lot of psychological barriers that men have to overcome. Uh, and unfortunately, I feel like a lot of those psychological barriers prevent them from having good and healthy sex lives. Um, what are some of the more common psychological barriers that you've seen men encounter? Yeah, I think we've talked earlier about uh, different uh, issues with libido, testosterone, and things like that. So number one, you know, we need to have men who are interested, who, you know, still want to have intercourse. Uh, sometimes there's partner issues where, you know, the men want to have intercourse, but their their wife, their partner aren't really willing. Hmm. One, yeah. Once, <laughs> it, it's not the case for everyone. I but, did not tell you to bring up my home life. But go ahead. <laughs> you know, once we have a, a patient, a man who is interested in having erections and, you know, have willing partners, then we need to work on, you know, them getting their erection. 
Now, there's a pretty big psychological component in erectile dysfunction in that if a man is has erectile dysfunction and they're thinking about it, they're worried, concerned about it, you know, they can definitely snowball. So that's where some of the other like medications and less invasive type treatments sometimes fail because it doesn't address the psychological part. I think a lot of men are holding on to false hope that their erections are going to come back. <laughs> and I, I don't like seeing that. I mean, if you are a, you know, 62 year old man and you haven't gotten an erection in two years and you're a diabetic on three high blood pressure medicines, mm. you need diet, exercise, and you Prayer. need to be realistic about what the chances are that your erections are going to come back. Mm -hmm. And if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. Meaning if you get out of the habit of having sex, if you get out of the habit of approaching your partner, these are things that are going to negatively impact your long-term continuation of sexual activity. And so that's why I think addressing and overcoming these psychological barriers is so critical. So once somebody kind of gets to that point where they say that, okay, penile prosthesis is something that I would want to consider, why is going to a high-volume, experienced, fellowship-trained surgeon like you something that they should consider? Basically, it's a tricky surgery. You know, the surgery itself takes only about an hour, sometimes two hours max. Um, so it's a fairly straightforward surgery. But, you know, you definitely want to have a surgeon who does a lot of them because of the potential side effects, uh, mainly infection. And it definitely is shown that, you know, surgeons who do more of them have have, uh, in general, lower risks of infection. When we're putting in an implant, a prosthesis, if it were to get infected, then, you know, then we run into trouble. So a high-volume surgeon that's experienced is less likely to get an infection, and I think that's a, a very important thing for our, our, our listeners to remember. So uh, you want to go to someone who specializes in prosthetics, in urology, that may be not be something that you're too familiar about looking at, but that's the term that we'd be looking for, prosthetics in urology. And if somebody's going to get one of these, um, what can they expect in terms of recovery? And uh, when, when can they start using their new toy? There's no way to sugarcoat it. It's a pretty sensitive area to have a surgery done. So, mm -hmm. you know, I would say you probably can't expect to have quite a bit of pain, quite a bit of discomfort. But typically that lasts for the order of, like on the order of days to maybe a couple of weeks at most. Uh, we have patients walking around, moving around the next day, uh, but you probably would not be doing, you know, strenuous activity for a week or so. No uh, sex. Yeah, no, no sex. <laughs> uh, you would have, you know, stitches that typically dissolve on their own. So, you know, you definitely don't want to have sex while you still have those stitches. Uh, depending on the type of prosthesis, you could probably expect to be using it about a month to two months afterwards. Uh, so don't plan on the honeymoon like the next week. I mean, because we had Dr. Dellinger in a previous segment um, in the past, and he said you shouldn't use your penis for... <laughs> 30 days. 30 days he after said he fillers. hasn't lost, no patient has died because of no sex for 30 days. Oh, that's true. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> you will survive. And so, um, uh, you know, cost of these things is something that is, uh, you know, worried about. Uh, and this sounds on its surface to be a completely cosmetic issue. But uh, our listeners might be surprised to, to, to note something when it comes to the, uh, the coverage of these things. Yeah, yeah, definitely the... For the most part, insurance companies do cover this. You know, Medicare covers this. Now, you know, this is in 2023, like five, 10 years from now, who knows? But right now it is covered uh, for the most By part. By most, yeah. We yeah. had one patient who found out it was not, but for the most part, yeah, it is. Yeah, for most insurance companies. And VA patients also it's covered for, uh, for, for the most part. So if you're a veteran and you can get into the community care program, 
for your erectile dysfunction, that's something that we can help you uh, kind of navigate as well. Yeah, definitely. There's one high volume implanter, actually, the the person who implants the most in the world, his name is Paul Prado out in Miami. And he likes, he has a saying that he wants to make dicks like tits. Basically, he, he thinks that there should be as many penile prosthesis surgeries as, uh, as breast implants. Exactly. I can't wait to find the logo for that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make one. I think we're going to get in trouble. Those shirts we're going to have trouble wearing in public. Yeah. Depends. <laughs> the, other, the other interesting thing about that, comparing penile prosthesis surgery to, to breast augmentation, is that for when we put in a penile prosthesis, it's for an organ dysfunction. You know, a man has an organ that actually is not working, whereas breast augmentation is, for the most part, cosmetic. You know, there's some psychological issues, but, you know, it's more of a cosmetic thing than an organ dysfunction. But both are for the man's enjoyment. Well, the, right? <laughs> I think I think, I think they're like shoes. I think women get breasts for other women. Uh, I think you guys like them. I don't know. Just, just occurred to me the other day. I don't know. Just thinking. <laughs> just occurred to me the other day. <laughs> so when it comes to penile prosthetic surgery, um, you're looking for a high-volume surgeon, and you want to make sure that all of your other erectile dysfunction options have been exhausted because it is a one-way operation. Once you do the penile prosthetic operation, the pills, the injections, those other kind of modalities are not likely to work. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And that's why we want to make sure that patients are, you know, are sure that they want it. We want to make sure that they have you know, tried other things that they're sure that they don't want to try anything less invasive first before going to that step. But for the most part, patients who do well, who heal well, they're very happy after they have the prosthetic because, you know, it fixes their organ dysfunction. They can have intercourse whenever they want without having to take a pill or inject or, or use a vacuum device. And they get a big penis. Yeah. And they get a better looking penis. You're welcome. It also works very effectively for erectile dysfunction and Peyronie's disease in terms of the curvature. So uh, Dr. Yang, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your expertise uh, on erectile dysfunction. Donna, uh, how do uh, patients uh, connect with us and make an appointment to see Dr. Yang? For their erectile dysfunction. You can call Dr. Yang at 512-238-0762. If you have specific questions, you can reach out to us to armormenshealth.com. And remember our podcast. They're amazing. They're fresh and they're free. Dr. Mystery wants to hear from you. To submit a question, visit armormenshealth.com. We'll be right back with the Armor Men's Health Show.